Before we start, we want to let you know we've launched a Patreon page where supporters can receive perks like bonus episodes and exclusive content. Because Pop Fiction Women is our passion project, a place where we give women space to show up and offer in-depth analysis in the ways we're used to hearing about male creators and their characters. We delve into creativity and psychology with a dash of astrology, and we have so much fun doing it. Just two friends breaking down books, movies, and shows like Normal People, Fleabag, and I May Destroy You. Every single aspect of this podcast we do ourselves, from the preparation to the recording, from the editing to the social media promotion. So we're adding a Patreon platform because we want to keep making the show you love and hopefully expand it even further. So please consider becoming one of our most complicated fans and contributing on Patreon. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash pop fiction women. This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. I May Destroy You, episodes 8, 9, and 10. It's kind of getting dragged out a little for me. I really want the end of this to come. I want to know what happens. I want to know what's going on. What's going to happen to her, with her. I know, I know. Yes, yes. All right, so episode 8, we come back and we see that some significant time has passed, right? Mm -hmm. We get clues before they actually tell us because they will actually tell us. The clues are the support group Mm -hmm. has grown. There's a lot of people there now. Clearly, they're not all new. Um, Arabella is spouting some brilliant shit about line and the, you know, towing the line and where you are and sitting on the line and... And that kind of brought me in. But I was like, where is this going? Yeah. And then we we also see her personalities really back. She's talking about social media a yeah, ton. Yeah, she really speaks with like authority at that. And, yes. And that's when again. I thought like that's her powerful voice that, that people are so yes. drawn to online and everything. And now in the support group. And I was like, look at her. Like, yeah. Yes. And even with Terry. So I was like, yeah. okay, this is not only – she doesn't only just have it back in her persona because mm-hmm. she had it a little bit with the Zane situation yeah. and uh, on social media. But I was like, okay, she's got it with her friend. She's got it. Oh, and and her and uh, Terry and Kwame are talking. And I feel like, okay, she's back to herself. And then she gets a call from detec- detectives mm-hmm. uh, to come in and, and talk about the case. When we get there, again, we get more clues. Both of the detectives are now yeah. very pregnant exactly. one more so than the other and we learn that it's been she spells it out for us which was nice mm-hmm. i like the clues first yes. and then the confirmation it's been nine months mm-hmm. since the incident right and she goes through the lead detective goes through and says you know we found the sample we did all this work and by the way uh there's no match nothing to do this is no longer an active yeah. investigation yep now, clearly, this would be a blow no matter what, but we can see Arabella is taking it really hard. 
and she's sitting in the the lobby she can't leave she doesn't really know what to do next and she decides she gets this brilliant idea she wants to go to Italy right and Terry is not having it (laughs) she's she's like uh he's a hypocrite he sold you drugs while telling you to stop doing drugs he's a hypocrite and controlling and then of course we're looking at her like hmm yeah, but Terry. Yeah, and so you have to surround yourself with people that affirm you, and I love yeah. it. Arabella's like, and is that you? You know, yeah. like looks right. at her, and I was like, ooh, touche. Yeah. Yes. Except Arabella at that time doesn't no, know. No, she All doesn't. She's, be- she's being super manipulative. Yes. So it's like, so if you don't affirm me and my need to go to Italy, right. then but we know, I can't be which is why her. I love it. It's yes. like a yes. yeah, exactly. I mean, yes. my assumption was that you know, this was the why she wanted to go there was it was the last place she was happy. It was the last it was the last mm. place before huh. she came back and got spiked and her world changed. And I know there's also the That's Biagio, true. but to me it was, you know, maybe that I was just trying to think like why then? I mean, because Biagio hadn't exactly been nice to her. It, right. It, it didn't have right. a good reaction to it. So that was that that right. was the only thing. That and I they weren't thinking. in a serious relationship. No. And then, like, it it didn't work out. But it was, like, the last day before her assault was sort of at that writer's retreat in Italy. So, I don't know. But clearly... No, that makes sense. That really makes sense. That that makes sense. Um, I hadn't thought of that. And I was just kind of like, this is uh, seems to be out of nowhere that she would want to go back. But she does. And, oh, so what I was like, ah... I don't know if that's a great choice but maybe mm-hmm. maybe she could rekindle maybe now like she has some closure and she can go back to something before right but as soon as we get yeah. there i'm like oh god bad idea bad idea <laughs> and just like bad choices bad yes. choices bad choices Correct. i mean following I-, I was so uncomfortable with her following that old woman into the building it's so funny because now if that someone had done that on you know like a any other show Mm -hmm. but this show has me so tuned into like what's right and what's wrong and who and also I'm constantly saying who are you violating yes who are you violating exactly and I'm like you are violating this old woman right you're following her in you're trespassing and you're violating all of the people that live there and then you go into Biagio's apartment uninvited unannounced violation just sitting there was like kitchen table that was so i the the old woman was enough i but if he had answered the door and i you know i was like oh i was already on alert but when she uses his spare key and breaks in i was like arabella i am not i am not supportive of any of this this is terrible what are you doing yeah i know and then biagio comes in and kind of has a similar reaction like what the fuck are you doing yes, here? Exactly. Uh, but then I'm watching and I'm a little confused because, but now uh, you know later on watching it, he's playing it perfectly. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Uh, horrified, and then he realizes like she's not going to be logical. She's not going to be someone she he can have a conversation with. He's like, "Oh, give me a hug. Uh-huh. Like, let me let you think this is okay." Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you go out to get the pizza, exactly, I'm lock you out. I lock you out because yeah, I think he sees immediately. I mean, she's got like um, 
turning on, said she got his favorite pizza. She says she turns up with yeah. songs and sorries, and I really need to see you. Yes. And you're right. I think he plays it well. Yes. Yes. And or plays it with the least amount of conflict, exactly. right? Because he doesn't. Some conflict you just don't want to be a part of. Yeah, he is like he doesn't. There's no benefit for him to have a, a discussion with him, her. Now, when and, when she says you probably hate me now, and he says I could never hate you, do you think that was him mm-hmm. trying to avoid conflict, or do you think he he genuinely me- means that? I don't know. Yeah. I think I think at best it was probably like I don't hate you because I just. I don't, even I don't feel anything you. or I'm just like get out of my apartment yeah yeah, yeah. it could be that too exactly because hate requires a level of, of emotion and feeling for Care, someone it, that he probably doesn't does. even have anymore exactly yes if he ever did I think he was starting to like her in the beginning but then it's been nine months yeah that's insane actually yeah yeah Yeah. so there you go so (laughs) so and but then after all of this and I'm on team Biagio because she's acting so not right and violating him left and right then she goes off and it's like you're a bitch you're a piece of shit you're a motherfucker yeah she goes nuts she goes crazy I'm like Arabelle what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing Uh, that was insane oh my god I just I didn't understand it at all I was like wow what this is all sorts of bad shit I'm I mean so she's locked out she realizes her passport's in there and so he just slips it under the door which for her I think was just like that's what set her off like the fact that he wouldn't even open the door and hand her that or respond to her but yeah are you really that kind of bitch which was her first thing and then he she called him a fucking cunt f you you piece of shit you're a bitch she's smashing the door yeah smashing the door smashing so that so I guess when then when he opens it with a gun you're saying that's an appropriate response given the Uh, circumstances and since he has one anyway is this up for debate (laughs) Do you, I mean, this is a stranger, essentially a stranger that maybe you hooked up with a couple times, twice, two or three times. I Maybe, I, I don't even know. Was it once? Was it one? I don't I even know. Was, well, Hooked well, up whatever. with a couple times nine months ago, takes your spare key and is sitting and waiting for you in your apartment when you come home. And in the meantime, by the uh, way, also yeah. in the meantime, he, the last time they spoke, he was pissed at her because he oh, had yeah. to go submit his DNA to yeah. the police to aid in an yes. investigation a- <laughs> for her when he's a drug dealer. Yeah. So whatever time has elapsed, yeah. like think about the one thing that has happened in between was that, which he's just like, right. you're a fucking headache to me already, lady. Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, you're a pain in my ass now. Look at you. And you possibly subjected me. And I understand it's my own behavior too that puts me in that place. But like, yes, yes, yes you're yes. now inserting me into a situation I didn't want to be in. And now, no, I, now I, I mean, this. her, her breaking into his apartment and sitting there when he came home to me is just like, you cannot, you can't come back from that. That's not just, it's just so wrong. So unequivocally right. not okay. Right. Like I would be like I, fearing for my life. And she is literally pounding the she door. We're, we pounding. see from the other side, right? They cut to the other side and she's moving the door. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not okay. And then the rest of uh, episode eight is Kwame also making really bad choices. 
right? He decides he's going to start dating a woman because that feels more safe to him Mm -hmm. than men. Yep. Which, okay, uh, you know, but then uh, this woman is all sorts of wrong too, saying I love black men. um, I love black guys. Yes. Yeah, I'm really into black guys. Or or guys with an edge. You're like, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was all sorts of wrong. But then they have sex when he's definitely not into it. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know who is doing anything. Okay, but I feel like the clear violation again is that he doesn't even remotely tell her that he's on a sexuality spectrum, whether he is or not. Which, by the way, obviously Arabella and Terry think is a bullshit excuse right, anyway right. they don't think he's on any he's sort of spectrum exactly right exactly he is 100 percent confirmed always will be for men right <laughs> like right that's it mm-hmm. so yeah so she obviously feels violated and he's like well excuse me she was racist and homophobic not okay right. not okay nope. to be racist and homophobic no it's not but but also, you also can't have sex with that person. And then tell them afterwards that you're gay, yes, which she, yes. which Bell, Arabella calls him out for later. But yeah, mm-hmm. you, it's false pretenses. Again, you got yeah. 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 So he's a dick. He's uh, a dick. And, they're, and they're his, both. his confusion and how he's decided he thinks he should deal with it is not fucking fair to her. Yeah. I mean, it's like he's like, no. I think I need a woman. Okay, well. But yeah. by the way, that could be fair to her or, you or okay if you say, it to look, her. Mm-hmm. you know, they had a whole dinner together. Yeah. They, Where they, they were she talking. He could have just been like, mm-hmm. yeah, he could have been like, look, I, I I, really like you. I'm attracted to you in some ways, um, but I mostly have been with men. And so this is a whole new thing for me. He doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's just, you know, that's just all sorts of wrong. Yeah, all sorts of, <sighs> yeah, that whole, yes. so both of these were just, oh, yeah. God, yeah, yeah. And then episode nine, we see the Oh, well, the I was just going to say, though, before yes. that, I do like yes. the end of, of eight when she, when she walks into the water. I don't know, I just, I really, mm. yeah, you're like, oh, um. Well, I was no, just, I, I, I was just like, I just the literally just thought like, is this like a baptism, like some sort of rebirth? Like, why is she mm-hmm. that when she walked in there, I just wrote like baptism. Like, is this, oh. did this not, did, you didn't think of that? Like, will, and I, point, will I she did. emerge I thought she- in another way? Is this again? Now I know what's happened after it. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I think if I if I want at the time I wrote it, I didn't know what the next episode was. So I was right. hoping, yes, for some sort of transformation or rebirth after you know coming out of the the water, the baptism. Now, yeah. has that happened? I, mm, I guess there's more. No, um, no. she's more, no. In episode not nine, nine, she's horrible. Not, exactly, she's horrible. That's what I was just gonna say. So, but I yeah, didn't know you can't that. Grow yet. into your baptism. Yes. Yeah, but you can't grow into your baptism. But in, in any event, no, I didn't feel that way. I thought. I mean, I don't, I obviously didn't want her to kill herself, but I was more, you're, I think you were two steps ahead. I, uh, I, I was see. like, you should, you, this Arabella needs to die. 
right now. Okay. Like, but she- drown yourself and die. Okay, but that's similar. I drown hope yourself she left and die that- before you can be reborn. But but mm, but either I, way, it's not similar. That it's, didn't happen it's, though. No, it did. Well, it it did. In I don't think she would do that for herself. Well, frankly, she's just not doing anything for herself right. in episode nine. Right. But in any event, even death or rebirth, it just seemed too close. Right. It too, seemed too soon to have that be symbolically anything that was going to matter. She hadn't had time to process it. She had literally done it, broke into another place, violation, violation, violation. Right. And then um, just slept there. So it wasn't like any meaningful amount of time had gone by. So, yeah, no. Right. I don't know. Okay. So – Episode nine, she is really hiding behind her activism. She's thrown herself. And this is why I can say that maybe a part of her did die in that moment, in that end of episode eight, because the only thing that emerges in episode nine is persona Arabella, not real person Arabella, the one who might go to Italy and might had, had ever hooked up with Biagio and might want to make anything right. The only thing that we see in episode nine is persona Arabella right right and she is really hiding behind her activism she is just talking into her phone at every Mm -hmm. moment uh, literally in the doctor's office showing her cat scan Mm -hmm. like yeah I mean it just seems so over the top that she yeah 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 and Kwame and I I, yes. I liked Kwame and Terry making fun of her as another person came out. Now, there is the real benefit of like this guy comes out and says, you know, I was molested when I was younger and you've really helped me. And that's true and truly valuable. But Kwame and Terry have a different perspective. And he's like, you know, he's kind of ragging on her yeah. and mocking her He's and mocking like her. make sure you follow me so I can get even more powerful yeah mm-hmm. and, and he's like Arabella let's go this echo chamber's freezing yes. exactly. I, love I love that, that line too. exactly but he's right yes. she's all persona absolutely yes yes and uh and using it almost in a like follow me again we keep seeing like followers she's getting more followers and she's getting more powerful on social media but she's got almost no agency in real life yeah and so uh, you know that's obvious doesn't seem worth it no, to anyone no but, exactly yeah, yeah um so but Kwame gets his own yeah um kind of reckoning when they're at the halloween paint and wine right yeah i love her, i love her costume by the way i don't know why maybe love i love her costume so good i loved hers yeah. i didn't so much like the other no, two no and hers i didn't like was great, yeah hers was awesome the, her, the horns and the mm-hmm. the wings that opened i loved perfect. it yeah but this is the place where she seems to have gone over off the deep end or maybe it's just a scene of what they've been experiencing for a while but she's just like spouting shit that just sounds like do you, who are you even talking to do you know you're talking to one of your best friends exactly like what are you saying and now she's got a lot of truth in what she's saying right she's she's like uh, mistakes mistakes are just like you know like when you make a silly mistake this is deceitful destructive inconsiderate right and you're 
blaming this girl that he slept with. And this is, you know, she's twisting everything to like the extreme bad. And and we know we've already said in episode eight what what he did was not okay. Right, right. But like this is not a conversation between friends. This no, is like she's someone... attacking. Like she I feel like yes. on social media yeah. She's doing it and she's she's being a bully. And then here, whether you're, yeah. like you said, this isn't a dialogue. He is one of her no. good friends. This is yeah. a topic she could have a real discussion with him about. Like yes. instead yes. it's you had penetrative sex with someone under false pretenses. Like you didn't yes. care that she was racially, yes. ster- racially stereotyping you because you fucked her. And she's just right. like, if I, like, don't paint yourself as a victim. And then I find right. out that's not the case. I mean, it was... She went at it. Yeah. I mean, really. Yes. Yeah. And it, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was no dialogue. There was no room for like, yeah. let me reckon with. I mean, these are things people are going to do things that are not okay. And what we need is people to reckon with them and say like, and, and not just, and and I I get that she was responding to the fact that he was being too flippant about it. He was like, no, nah, I don't feel good about it. Well, of course you don't fucking feel good about it, but are you willing to take responsibility for yourself? Are you feeling guilty? Are you feeling any shame? Like put it out there and then you can get past it, but don't act like it's not. He's like, he acted like it was justified. Like she's right. a racist yeah, who cares? Exactly. and a homophobe. Right, right. Yeah, so like, but then Terry so nobody, does, frankly, right. But then Terry Nobody was out, reckoning. No, nobody was. But I like that right. Terry does call Bella out then. Like, you locked Except Kwame Except she's in the room. not reckoning she's either. She's not either. But at least yeah. in that moment when she was attacking Kwame, Terry steps yes. in and is like, hey, like, yes. hold up. Like, you know, it wasn't yes. cool either when you locked him in a room yep. with that guy at the party. Which does yep. really strike Arabella. Like, she does sort of stop and is like, wait, what? Like, it hadn't yeah. occurred to her. It seems. It's true, but what does she do? Uh, she's like, well, she Kwame's here. Exactly. No, she he says, Kwame's here so you can shut up. Yeah. I mean, and excuse me? Yeah. Like, my friends don't speak to me like right, that. Right, right. Like, I mean, that's not okay. Right. Exactly. That was, again, aggressive. <sighs> attacking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just, like, not human, right? Like, if it was your friend, you'd be like, listen, I want to hear from him. You right. know, like... She was talking like to some like a troll on Instagram. She was not talking to her human flesh and blood friend standing in front of her. That that was what was kind of crazy about watching the whole thing. Exactly. It was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then she goes on and she like, I mean, again, just all these tiny in every moment we're seeing her hypocrisy. She walks over to a woman and sticks her vape thing into the, her charger. And it's like, oh, oh, just let me use this for a second. Can I hold that? And it's like, whoa, violating that woman. And then a man comes up to her and is like, oh, I like your horns. And she's like, huh, funny. You think it's amazing that you think your opinion should just be heard. Well, meanwhile, she's doing that. <laughs> she, I mean, it was just just brilliant writing in that every tiny thing were was an example of her hypocrisy exactly and it and also all of it is a lesson in how her hypocrisy is firmly rooted in being right yes it is yeah she has to be Mm -hmm. yeah and and 
she she understands like it's a true point of view that you can't just go around violating people and it's a true point of view everything that happened to her was real and true and yet she's taking it to this place where she can't even see when she's violating all these people back exactly oh it was a lot it was was a lot so and and clearly we felt it as the viewers and Arabella was feeling it and so the next step just makes a lot of sense she has an emergency call with her therapist and then she goes to her house yeah apartment or whatever she goes to talk to her yes and she's she's listening but she's definitely thinking like I don't know this doesn't all sound good to me right right and did did you have did you want to talk about the her idea of self yeah. that she talks about? I was going to say what I I liked her pointing out um, first to Arabella about social media and her social media mm. use because like on the way there you know, there is as you said there's just like that montage of all these things and I felt like it's like watching her brain in like a video game when and, which is what it feels like I think when you're always on Twitter and making comments like there's just so much coming at her and then. When she makes the point that these social media platforms encourage speaking at the cost of listening. And that's exactly what Arabella is doing. She has her persona and she's talking at people and she's being aggressive. And then it even translated over to her own friends. And like you said, that's not a dialogue. That's not a discussion. And there's no listening. And I thought that suggesting that to her and that she then take a break from social media was was very good yes you keep using the word aggressive and I I, never thought of it because I don't I don't know I don't see it as aggressive or maybe it's more the opposite I don't see aggressive as problematic in any way I think it's attacking more she's attacking yeah it's and well even that I'm not sure it's just that it's one-sided right so I, I I am aggressive. I oh me too. Unapologetically right. yeah. aggressive, but it's never one sided. So that is different, right. I think than what yes. we're, we're, than what we're seeing here. Yes, yes, right. Um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and she tells her to you know she needs a break. Of course, I'm thinking of Hamilton. Go, yes, yes. Go to the lake for the summer. Yeah, uh-huh. upstate. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but, and then she explains to her that you have this idea of self and she draws an A on a piece of paper and then there's a line. It's a hard line. And this is after Arabella says, I, I took my clothes home from the police station, you know, from the night of the assault and I threw them under my bed. Now she's obviously just saying this like flippantly, oh, I threw it under my bed but the therapist picks up on that it seems to be something bigger for her and metaphorical. And so she draws this line and she says, underneath this line, we throw dangerous things, mm-hmm. dark things. Anything that threatens or oh. contradicts your perceived reality goes below the line. Right. Yeah. And do. Yeah. Was, yeah. Anything that threatens yourself. It's a, And it's a way of dividing, yeah. she said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that helps us avoid mm-hmm. feelings like guilt, uncertainty, and self-blame, which are crucial in this process. Yeah. If you can't process and and understand the feelings, can't you can't process and understand yourself. Yeah, and she that really hit her. 
And then yeah. what, are, what are you shoving literally under the bed and then sort of yes. just metaphorically just yeah. so far down that you don't have to yeah. deal with it because until if you don't, then you, you'll never you'll never heal and you'll never understand yourself. So I thought this was a powerful, very powerful. turning point. Mm-hmm. Very and powerful. And then it does. She yeah. actually, it does. And then after it, you do see that it really affected her. She does go home and delete all the accounts. And she does mm-hmm. finally go under the bed and start pulling yeah. things out. And I mean, immediately. immediately. She's still in her costume. <laughs> yeah, immediately. And I mean, she's pulling out her past from under yeah. there. I mean, she when yeah. she finds that bag from an abortion mm-hmm. with a picture yeah. of a sonogram that yeah. she had literally blocked out. Yeah, she's like, I can't even remember when. It was a long time ago. Yeah, because she put it under the bed, under the line. Yeah, yes. So. Odd, though, that she would keep that. I know. You know. I know. That that seems to be what she does. She keeps it and puts it, shoves it there, um, uh, I guess, metaphorically. I know. Literally, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. So this to me that and and that's the turning point of forgiveness where she then Kwame and Terry come over she forgives Kwame she mm-hmm. really I think in that moment forgives herself when she's looking at herself and herself in the long black wig is mm. talking back to her yes. and saying the same things that she said to Kwame mm-hmm. and like you're casting yourself as the victim and if I find out that's not true I'm going to be pissed at you mm-hmm. <laughs> she says it to herself and then Terry gets her uh, forgiveness in the next episode. Yes. But that that's what... This is where I think what, it's more of the forgiveness. From this point on, I think now, like you said, she starts by forgiving herself and then Kwame and then now we'll get into with Terry and with her family. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I don't know. I, okay. Well, let, or so, so episode 10 is the cause and the cure. Mm-hmm. And we start right off with a flashback to a very young Arabella mm-hmm. who clearly we see personality, yeah. right? And and it's funny because we see her brother there too and her brother has a different – now, I don't know about you, but me and my brother are are similar in this way. Like we had the same childhoods, right? We had, we had a, the same kind of trauma, the same chaos in, in our surroundings – and we just grew we reacted differently and that yeah. part of us as our personality mm-hmm. like that is the part that has nothing to do with what was happening around us or to us or whatever and so kind of similar to my brother and I like she's the one who's like still getting excited daddy's gonna come and he's just like laying on the couch and like can I have something to eat and can I watch tv and then her dad does show up very very late and she just takes the fries from him and it's very metaphorical like takes the fries and just eats them consumes them so ravenously until she throws up I mean yeah. it's, it's just it's just a metaphor for uh, of who she in a in a microcosm of who she is and how she processes things like all at the fullest level of extreme yes exactly right right. and then we're back in the present and it's her mom's birthday she arabella we learn is on hiatus she's not writing she's not on social media but it's not all good as terry points out because she's spending a lot of time staking out the ego death bar and returning to the scene of the crime yeah 
So I don't know how that part she views that as part of her healing. I don't know. It seems like, as Terry said, just like a bad idea. Right, right. Constantly. I mean, it would be one thing if she was like, this is my plan for closure, but it seems she's just like hanging out there and what waiting to find the guy. I don't know. But she, when she was going through the things under her bed, she finds the cardigan that she was wearing the night of the assault, which happens to be Simon's. Yeah. And so she contacts Back Simon. Him. Yes. Back and to they Simon. get together. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He is not doing so well, apparently, for reasons completely separate than whatever she's going through. But he, I, I guess... Is, isn't working at that job he was working at, isn't still with his girlfriend, Kat, long-term partner, Kat. Mm-hmm. He's living at home with his mom. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Simon know has really, uh, yeah, you don't get a lot of explanation, but you see that he has, I don't know if he's, I don't want to say taking a turn for the worse. I, I guess so. I mean, these yeah. are all I don't consequences could, of his right. actions. Were we supposed Who to? Who knows? Yeah. Good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so we don't get a lot of that. But then he tells Arabella what we already yeah. know about Terry and how she told him it was fine to leave Arabella. And Arabella kind of just puts that in their pocket and doesn't say anything and then goes to her mom's house for dinner and the dad is coming, but he's late and they're all kind of sitting around. And a woman comes by, I guess, to wish her a happy birthday. And... Mm. The brother's like, God, you're so oblivious. You don't remember her, you know. And she's like, no, no idea, no recollection. But the dad tells a story when he finally shows up very late. He tells a story that reminds her, triggers a memory in Arabella that that this is a woman that his father had had some sort of affair with. Yeah, when when he was when she was younger, right. And they call her auntie, but yeah, then in that teen when they have that flashback to them as teens she she walks into this house he's living in and you see her wearing uh, his shirt so yeah something mm-hmm. was going on there it was also right when she was kind of breaking into the house you find out yes. that like they don't live together and terry's like well are your parents married or separate right. like what's the deal and what's the situation and again kind of like you're saying about her brothers like you're so clueless i think even then either she's clueless or she just doesn't want to believe anything bad she acts like it's totally normal like oh no, no, no they, right. they just live apart but yes, but they're not separated yes. and yet right then you go in and he's hooking up with someone else so clearly yes. there was more there that she just didn't want to see even then right yeah. which is funny because it's different from the mom obviously yeah. the mom blocked or didn't, didn't she just she willfully turned a blind eye, right? Yes. She was like, why should I be upset? I'm sexy and single. Mm-hmm. Why should I care? And I care about my uh, kids. That's all I care yeah. about. So she know she is turning a blind eye to it, but she's not ignorant Correct. of it, which is what Arabella seems to prefer, that true ignorance, because somehow she wouldn't be able to turn a blind eye, so she has to just, like, block it out. But that's, like I'm saying, I mean, that is clearly a pattern for her. Like, again, like yes. you said, how did you forget, you know, you had an abortion, or how did yeah. you forget? I mean, 
that woman walked in and you she literally didn't it didn't even make the no. connection i mean nope. and, and so that is her pattern she just has a yes. way of completely disassociating and and, yes. and put again like the therapist said putting it under the line i mean yeah. but, the, but this goes back so far we now see uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Teenager, maybe that's it's a, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Maybe that's when it started. I mean, yeah, that's when we we learn to relate how we relate to the opposite sex, you right. know, and and how we see our parents in a different way, right? Or even as a little a, girl, she's not really. It's hard for a child to see their yes. parents in a negative light. But I mean, the brother did. But she yeah. just was like, he's coming, he's coming, you know, and she yes. just took the McDonald's and he's like, yes, you know, so this, she has a way that's been in her. Yep. Yes. For a long time. Yes. Yeah. But that's beyond optimism. Yes. And I, I, I was like, oh, this is maybe just a little more optimistic, but no, no, this is like, yeah. I can't even, I block it out. I can't mm-hmm. even see it because yeah. I don't know how to process it at right. all. Right. Uh, but I guess night something good that comes from it is she tells her mom yeah. about what happened mm-hmm. when her mom comes to check on her in her room and her she tells her and I can't imagine being that mom no. like that's and we don't see oof. the moment though which I no. I kind of wanted to but I did too you know yeah but anyway yeah. and then the 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 other good I guess that comes out of it then is yeah her interaction with Terry and that's right well for I was thinking first she goes back out to the dinner table the yeah. dad says are you okay and she's like yeah oh that's true and, mm-hmm. and it does and when she says it there and she kind of hugs him yeah it doesn't quite feel the same it's like I do feel that she's seeing him differently right she's like yes it's it's the I love you anyway Right? It's yes. not the, I love you because I don't see anything. Yes. That's I how she was before. Was good for her. Yeah, like I, she I was seeing. Um, and though she's probably, of course, still has some misgivings, she 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 gives him that hug, which I, I that's yeah. where I saw yes. sort of the forgiveness and just being yeah. a little more open. No, you're right. And you're right. even though now she sees the truth. You know, that yeah. little hug and giving yep. him his food, you know, yep. making his yep. plate is, yep. you know, was a, a nice act of, of yes. reaching out. Yes. Yes. I see that now, too. I, I do. And it is it is a theme now. She's just she's she's seeing more of herself. Kwame was the first that you can people that you love I mean now if you're a celebrity right this is a totally different side of cancel culture or whatever that you know if you're a celebrity we don't have to consume you if you're a dick right if you make a mistake that is so tragic that we don't think well I'm not I'm no longer interested in your point of view but that person's you know daughter best friend like those people have to be able to see them as a human right so so while that girl that Kwame has sex with doesn't ever have to forgive him doesn't have to give him any leeway Arabella does yes you know exactly there's a real relationship there and they are humans and you but but seeing it and then forgiving them and then saying I love you anyway let's work together to all do better 
is the way forward instead of just like, oh, it's fine, whatever. Yeah, that and is growth. That is real growth. Yes. And, re- and that's what she does with Terry, too. That's why I do Yes. Think, you okay. know, I yes. mean, she knows from Simon now what it is. And when they sit down together, I don't know about you, I assumed she was going to maybe not lay into her because but oh, I, yeah. I thought no, I you did. know it was gonna I thought be... she was gonna lose her shit yeah and it was and so did Terry I mean you saw her face yes. she was like here it comes yes and yes it was it was it was the complete opposite you know she thanks her mm. for being such a good friend and yes. I thought of what you said um in the last recap when you said she is doing a lot of good for her. So whatever yes. she her intentions were, or even right. though where she told them to from, lie, right. where it comes from, she the fact yeah. remains she's doing a lot of good yeah. for her. And I felt like yeah. Arabella's reaction in Cared this moment about that too. exactly yeah. appreciated that, and she realized yeah. that that really was all that mattered. Maybe she did yes. fuck up. She definitely did. She shouldn't have told Simon right. to right. leave her. And but what regardless, but it's not only just telling Simon to leave her. It's that her attitude is always like. Arabelle's a fucking yes. mess. Just like right. she deserves whatever happens to her. Right. I feel like that was more of her. Yes. Like what was behind it. Whereas so, now she sees that her her actions have been all f- to help Arabella. Yes. And, yes. and then they do their, their motto. Your birth is my birth. Yes. Your death is my death. And they toast their yes. wine glasses. And I thought that yes. was... Uh, again, yeah. forgiveness and even yes, even absolutely. even Kwame Kwame and his hookup. I oh my I, gosh, yeah that that's a whole yeah that's another piece that you know mm-hmm. he'd been having his own sort of personal saga there of traveling yes. to all these different hookups and one yep. after the other, um, yep. and he these just goes on all these sort of typical grinder dates and next guy yep. next guy and then he gets this one guy who makes him dinner and yeah. wants him to sit down and eat dinner and, and ask how his mojito is. Yeah. Yes. And is like, it is it much sweet sugar? enough? You know? Yeah. And he's <laughs> all flustered and is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like you weirdo. Yes. Right. But yes. he, Oh, you can see how uncomfortable he is with someone paying attention, attention to, him, to him. Right. Caring for mm-hmm. him. And yeah. he's like, tells uh, him that you can get something from someone that's not of a sexual nature. Meaning we can yeah. talk. We could, eat and and then Kwame asks him for a hug like like and he there's this beautiful hug like where he puts his hand on him and then he and and just such an emotional connection instead of the physical one he gets from everybody else that yeah I I almost thought that was another forgiveness like or some something so that that Kwame could could just I don't know forgive himself for what's been Mm. happening I don't know I thought that was a really really powerful scene though yeah I I did too and it relates back to Terry's birthday party when we know that Kwame's very first sexual experience was kind of a like fucking leave right like it was two guys in a car and it was not so Kwame as far as and we also know he's got a strange relationship with his dad but maybe the relationship is good but the sexuality is not part of it I don't, we don't know but we can say for sure that Kwame when it comes to sexual encounters has had zero tenderness right right and so this guy is showing him that there are other pieces to intimacy that are right. beyond sex and it was a real breaking down of walls for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a, a yeah. really good scene. Yeah, and it's also because we got to see every 
bit of it, right? We got to see how tense Kwame was at first and how the guy also didn't know. I mean, it's like he knows he wants to give him a hug, but he doesn't know how, you know, like where does your head go? And, Mm -hmm. you know, they haven't figured all that stuff out yet. And so, but he stays with it. He's like, I'm not going to back off just because we bump heads or your chin is here. or You know, it's just like he's going to keep going. And yeah, yeah, it was a... it was a lot. It was a lot. It was. But good. It was. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see where they go. What do we two more? And, and Two more. Yes. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea where it's going. It's exciting. But though. that's exciting. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I just hope it's, I mean, an hour is enough time to, to feel. I just wonder what it will take to feel satisfied. I know. You know, I'm not, I don't care about vindication for the original no. assaulter. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Me, me neither. Okay. No. It's more about her yeah. and her journey. And, and, yeah. And I, like I said, in this one, I use, do see growth, you see forgiveness, and she can. But I was thinking for Luckiest Girl Alive, that's how it does end with, yeah. with vindication on, on the assaulter. So. So meaning, would we find out his identity and then get yeah, some vindication? I, oh, I don't know. It seems a little far-fetched to do that in the next hour, but That's what knows? I was thinking. I know. With, with I just wonder if you and I don't expect it, but I wonder if other viewers people do. do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And so they might feel like they have to. But I don't think she's done anything here that she because she thinks she has to. Um Meaning nothing about this show feels that way to me, but that mm. that it would tie it up neatly and be like, oh, that's who it was. So, but I don't know. Hey, I think my point is, I think everything mm. has been so unexpected, which is what's made yeah. it so amazing that I expect yeah. more unexpected. Yeah. So if I got that, I think I'd be, maybe that's the unexpected, <laughs> right? Right, like, right, right. She's, she's kind of reversed us yeah, into it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll be watching and uh, one more recap left. Okay. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes. Tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.